Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. into your tree stand and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, Chattanooga area. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live. Struggling with my headphones. From the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. There we go. Now I'm live. Sweet. Good morning, Trout Professor. Good morning, Tony Sanders. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm struggling technology-wise. Yeah, it's kind of a anti-tech morning here. I don't know what's going on. I'm it, sorry. It's the gremlin at the station. <laughs> it's, all this, it's all this beautiful modern-day equipment that they give us to work with here. From the 1840s? Yeah. yeah. If you want to erase the computer, I figured it out. If you shake it hard enough, it's like an Etch-A-Sketch. You can just delete it. And we are honored to have in the house Richard Sims. Good morning. The outdoors man. Mm. I think there's a few of us that should share that the. Okay. (laughs) The man behind one of the best fishing charter services captain guide services here in the area would you agree with that catfish yeah mm-hmm. oh you got you got i was about to say i've seen a few pictures of tony with some big crappie that uh he crappie, went. catfish yeah. you got you got bass guys you I mean you, you got you got a, a team of captains yeah. there there's several bass guys out there i got a lot of respect for that there are. you know other bass guides but uh yeah we kind of got a monopoly on the on the catfish business you and know a, and of course that's scenic city fishing yeah Let's go ahead and get that plug in for you. But before, yeah, I got, I got one thing I want to say before we get before we got too too far. Are you going to complain about my music? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, okay. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait till you, I take over. Since you brought it up, <laughs> <laughs> technically I, I didn't. <laughs> I think I think Ted Nugent's kind of running its course. But okay. That's a. Uh, but uh, no, before it gets too late in the morning. All right. I don't preach. I hate to preach. But I know, hopefully, there's folks out there in the sound of our voice that are in their trucks right now, driving to the woods, heading for their deer stands. Yep, because this would be opening day. And I bet you they've got seatbelts on in that truck. Mm -hmm. So the only thing I hope is that those same folks heading for their deer stands right now have safety harnesses in their tree stand, because... You know, I write a lot of stuff, and the last thing I want to write about is somebody falling out of their tree and Hamilton County Rescue or anybody else having to go out there and retrieve them. So that's that's all the preaching I got to do Yeah, with that it, safety harness. And, 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 and that's a good point. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, you know, from a hunter education standpoint, uh, we're seeing a decline in the number of hunting accidents, although we just had one the other day. Um, but we're seeing, we're still seeing an increase in ATV accidents, and still people that fall out of trees without safety belts on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. that to me is the easiest one. 
you know, I struggle with, and I personally, I struggle with the safety belt as you're going up the tree. You know, how you do it, whether you're using a lineman's approach, whether you're hanging on to the, the ladder, whatever the case is. But there's no excuse when you get up in the tree, in my opinion, to not mm. put one on. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, uh, I know what you're talking about as far as the climbing portion, you know. I'm, I'm unfortunately, you know, used to be one of those that was uh, do, as I, uh, do as I say, not as I do. Because uh, I hunted for decades and never thought about a safety belt. You know, in in the latter years, I've started doing that safety belt thing, but you're right, you know, when you're climbing. But there's ways to do it, and that's when a lot of the falls occur. It is. When folks are going up, trying to get settled in, but like I say, I, I, don't, I don't like to sit and dwell on it, preach on it, you know, forever and ever, because, you know, folks are smart. They've got common sense, and they know what's the right thing to do and what's not the right thing to do and i just i don't want to write about you that's all there is to it well and i think that's a good point i gotta do a shout out to whom to hunter okay he turns eight today oh happy birthday hunter not that not that he's listening uh we'll know that i even said that but i've now got myself out of trouble robin says hi <laughs> that's true um yeah, he's oh, he's excited. Uh, the whole we got the SpongeBob SquarePants birthday cake and everything ready to go. Oh, cool! Yellow icing. Uh, you bet. Oh, you bet. Oh, I'm just thinking about that. That does not sound appealing. It's all sugar based. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Richard is in here for a couple of reasons. We're going to pick his brain about some fishing, which, uh, as, as I said, I have fished with Scenic City fishing before. Rob, you fished with Scenic City several times. Yep. For multi species, and I'm trying to think. One, how many, two, how many three, of your how I'm, many of your master anglers come with them? That's what I'm th- I'm adding up. I'm thinking one, two, three, four, uh, four, four, four of your tarps. Four out of your ten tarps. That... Four, four out of five out of one. For the first one was five. Four out of five were scenic city charters. No scenic city fishing. Yeah, I'm sorry, scenic city fishing charters. Ink. Ink. Sorry. Um, that's 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 pretty high praise right there. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, one of my... Eighty fa- percent of your tarps came from mm-hmm. sitting on their boats. The the Out of my ten that I've got now, uh, those five, those four, so yeah, out of the first... The first one was, was four. The second one uh, I turned in for the multi-species was three. And the reason I did that is I went out and caught a whole bunch of brim on my own right so and a couple of shell crackers and stuff like that so good for you uh-huh but so if you want to get a tarp award go out with richard exactly what what's of, of the all the the tarps you've got what's the most memorable one give me the, give me the one that stands out to you you'll never forget the one was the it was the 41 inch catfish in current and i st- thought I would never get the thing up to the boat and when it came up beside the boat it looked longer than the boat and I I, my, I literally my arms were shaking afterwards because I'd pulled on that rod for so hard <laughs> my arms I, I, my hands were just shaking and then I'm trying to hold this fish for this picture I, and I had to sit down on the, the bow of the boat and half the fish is over one side of the boat half the fish is over the other side of the boat and I'm in the middle 
And he says, okay, let's put it back in the water. I just kind of leaned a little bit to one way, and the fish went whoop, back in. <laughs> you know, that's what, you know that's, that's what I love about the catfish guiding more than anything else. People ask me why I like them. I, 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 my answer is always, when you get hit, you honestly do not know if you've been hit by a one-pound fish or a 100-pound fish. Because they're out there, and and just you know, people sit there and they fight that fish and they fight that fish. But the first time you see that forty, fifty inch fish come up, it's just you. I just love listening to people when they see it the first time, and just the oh my god! <laughs> it's it you know that, that's that's the coolest thing you know that that's what it's what makes guiding so fantastic for me see, see to me the thing is that i put all my you know i put a lot of fishing pictures on facebook basically my whole fishing my whole facebook feed is basically fishing porn and a lot of these people i see around putting up pictures of saltwater fish a lot of those catfish i've caught are bigger than any saltwater fish i've ever caught and probably they have ever caught and those are right here right downtown and if you know who to go with you can catch a literally a fish of a lifetime here. So I, I remember one guy. He was he was a very well-to-do gentleman, you know. And we had an excellent day out there on the river. He, I don't, he had at least three or four fish in the thirty, forty. I don't think we broke fifty that day, but I know we, he had three or four thirties and forties. And you know, toward the end of the day, he looked at me and he says. I have traveled all over the world. He's, he was from Chattanooga, and, and he says, I have traveled all over the world, and I have spent tens of thousands of dollars to not catch fish like this. I had no idea we had fish like this right here in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, one of my most memorable trips, though, with you was I got a call. It was a, several years ago. But it was right before school. The only reason I remember that is because it was hot as blazes and it was August. And you said, can you tie up gar flies? <laughs> and we went out there and slung these, like, eight, nine-inch uh, rope gar flies out there and had a ball of a morning just catch, catching a release in gar. And your your unique way of releasing the gar, because I knew how the fly worked, It the rope gets entangled in the teeth of the gar. And you, there's no hook. Okay, we got the fish in. How do we get the fly back? Because gar have these big, long, sharp teeth. Which, which you don't. Uh, you don't want uh, your um, your fingers in those teeth. No, and uh, your unique way of an unbreakable comb, and you get on the fish and comb it out. Here's your fly back. Fish <laughs> goes back in the water. I'm like, okay, that's how you do it. Hmm. Hmm. That it's, works. Yeah, it's a trick though. I never, you never bring, you never bring a gar in the boat that you don't go home bleeding somewhere. Yeah, I, everything I, on a gar will cut you. So no, well, you're here to talk about du, but I'm going to ask this question. We'll go to the break. You, you can answer it on the other side of the break. Yeah, of all your fishing trips and all your customers and stuff, which one does there one that just stands out to you that just whether it's the quantity, the quality, whether it's the reaction of a kid. The reaction of someone in their their eighties or nineties that's their life is about done. Yeah. You know, is there one of those that just 
pops in, that you remember that uh, that was just kind of like, man, this is why I do this crap. Yeah. So oh, well, there's okay. sev- there's several, some for different reasons. All right. Well, well, we can get into that when we come back, as well as the reason that Ross made you get up at four o'clock in the morning to come in here and let's talk about <laughs> do so. this is too early if i was going fishing or hunting it'd be no big deal but it's too early in the morning to get up to be on the radio <laughs> no, it's no it's not <laughs> we'll be right back tony center's outdoors sportsman's warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Mady's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Mady's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Mady's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Mady's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying, it exactly describes my friend Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent, he's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 6408 Dixon Pike. Don has steaks such as T-Bone, Porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com, and be sure to like them on Facebook. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. 
Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We did it. I was scared to death. She snuck out. Having a little off-air conversation about some of the commission meeting stuff yesterday. Nothing big and earth-shattering came out of the meeting. Uh, we did um, pass fishing regulations, and we the only thing that was in that was probably was the uh, whole bait transportation issue. So, sometime in the next two hours or hour and a half, you know, you, we're not getting out of here without me putting you on the spot in some form or fashion. <laughs> This is a good opportunity for me to put you on the spot. So I'm going to come up with something. Yeah, that's, I'm trying to figure out how that's any different than any other way. I was getting ready to say, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> microphone, telephone, it all works. So. We both end up under the bus on occasion. <laughs> um, but we did, uh, we did limit the transportation of bait fish in western Tennessee from one body of water to the next. And that's about it. Everything else was pretty much as presented in August. Actually, that was presented in August. I, we were talking catfishing earlier, and all my, I mean, one thing that you did that all my catfishing network buddies are really excited about is you made it illegal to transport a live catfish over 34 inches. And, of course, the background on that, you know, of course, it all started when the commission passed the trophy fish regulation that mm-hmm. you can't catch more than one catfish per day or keep more than one right. catfish per day that's bigger than 34 inches. Correct. And, uh, <clears throat> but I, I guess that somebody, and, and that was to prevent, there was people coming down here from Kentucky and Indiana where there were a lot of pay lakes and they were coming down here and catching big fish, transporting them back to their pay lakes where they charge people big money to catch those fish, you know, and those pay lakes, I think you pay by the pound or something like that. And uh, they were making some pretty good money coming down here and catching our big catfish and carrying them out of state. So the trophy regulation. That was that was the rumor. Yeah, I, I, I do not know firsthand of that occurring. You're right. absolutely right. And, and, and that was part of the problem. Um, it, well, it, and it, that came down two ways. Number one, of course, that uh, trophy rule was passed before I joined the commission. Two thousand and two. Okay, so uh, so that's been out there a while. There uh, there was a lot of chatter about them taking the the fish to the pay lakes or whatever. It was no one ever really substantiated. Yeah, it was it never substantiated, um, and and the the way it came down was. The commercial guys, they said, we don't care, dead or alive, it doesn't matter to us, we're fine. And, and that, that, so that was like the one group that would oppose it, that, that the real constituent that we're working with, right. and they weren't opposed to it. So, okay, then that's, that, that was pretty easy. So. Yeah, and, you know, and it's, it's window dressing, you know, like you say. I mean, reality, it's, uh, you know, but just what it demonstrates more than anything else to me you know, is that the commission and the Wildlife Resources Agency, they recognize that trophy catfishing is a great sporting resource. Mm-hmm. 
and it's a resource that needs to be protected, even if it is with a regulation that's mostly window dressing, it indicates that the Wildlife Agency and the Commission understands, recognizes, and wants to encourage the fact that, hey, we've got a tremendous resource here in Tennessee in these trophy catfish, and we want to take care of them. Uh, And I agree wholeheartedly, and and, um, and I think the other thing that kind of came out was where I thought the commission really listened to the constituents was at uh, Del Hollow. There was a proposal to change the the slot regulations for Del Hollow, which would have the the proposal was in my mind probably not that radical, um, but the merchants on Del Hollow, the people that you know do guide services and rent the cabins and the boats that people come in, uh, the fishermen on Del Hollow. We did the largest ever survey on Del Hollow. Uh, I'm sorry, we did the largest ever survey in the history of the state of Tennessee on fishing at Del Hollow to find out what the constituents, the stakeholders really wanted, and they wholeheartedly didn't want it changed. Mm -hmm. Well, and just so people understand, the reason that came about was there was a apparently a contingency of bass tournament supporters on smallmouth correct and the slot limit the 16 you can't keep a fish between 16 and 21 inches you know that really hurts them in regards to tournament fishing because it's real hard to catch fish over 21 inches Mm -hmm. and you really you know those under 16 the majority of fish you catch are within that slot limit there's a lot of 20-inch fish in Del Hollow. Right, and they couldn't bring them in and weigh them in for their tournaments, Correct. and so they were trying to benefit the tournament anglers, Correct. which I understand where they're coming from, but when you look at the big picture, uh, the tournament anglers are in the minority. Yes. Your survey indicated that. Yes, yes. So that was about it. Although I do want to say that TWA, uh, TWA was presented a check from Trout Unlimited for $10,000. Yes, they were. Uh, to help in brook trout restoration throughout their range in Tennessee. So, and you, you gave them 5000 of that, didn't you? Uh, yes, that yes, I did. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Uh, His big radio bucks. Yeah, all my radio bucks went to help out uh, brook trout. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, five, so five, five bucks. I'm glad to see TU standing up and, and making they, a contribution and to conservation and to restorations. The, uh, there, there was a couple of TU representatives, and there was a... Um, a Rob Pratula-esque presentation on brook trout. Oh, cool. You mean lots of slides and scientific mm-hmm. information? Yes. Oh, cool. I yes. Was... Uh, it, was a, it was actually a very informative presentation on brook trouts and all the work that was going on uh, with brookies. You so, mean the South yeah, Venus no, Fontanellas? Just because I know people are out there on the edge of their seats waiting for it, I want to answer the question you asked me going into the break. You're, that, you're I, digressing here. Well, I know, but now I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm ready to tee it up now. (laughs) All right. Answer the question. The question was, is there a trip that just stands out in your mind? Or it could be multiple trips. You said there were multiple that just stand out from the standpoint of, you know, why you got and and the fun behind it. Because it is hard work. If you've ever watched any of Richard or any of his, any guys or any guys that get out there and work on the water it's not easy and especially if you're 
not catching fish. It's really not yeah, easy then. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, actually, one of the most memorable occurred earlier this year in April. I think I remember the exact date. I think it was April 27th, if I remember correctly. And I had a young couple. Uh, they were actually here on their honeymoon. They just got I think they got married up in Gatlinburg or something. And they came down here, and the gentleman was a... He was a fisherman, you know. He he fished a fair amount, but hadn't done a whole lot of big cat fishing, and you know. And I, this couple, it was just one of those days that a cat fish addict lives for, um, you know. And and we fished throughout the morning, and they caught a ton of fish, you know. I mean, just I don't know. Uh, I've got it written down somewhere. They caught. That day, I think they caught 45 or 50 catfish total. And we'd caught a whole bunch of 10, 15-pounders and so on and so forth. And then we hit a certain time of the day, and I hit one certain spot. And we dropped down, and the girl's bait hit the bottom. And, you know, and 30 minutes later, you know, she's holding a 65-pound catfish. Mm. We got that one picture-fied. We pulled up on that waypoint I had. Dropped a bait down, the gentleman, 55-pounder, boom. 30 minutes later, that one's in the boat and picture-fied. We go back to that waypoint, drop a bait, boom, 50-pounder. I mean, four consecutive drops on that waypoint, we had four fish over 50 pounds. Just boom, 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 boom. And, And they had two or three other, you know, they're... I think their six biggest fish that day were approaching 300 pounds. Wow. You know, and that was just, that was one of those days I told them, you know, I said, y'all need to write this day down in your history books because you'll catfish the rest of your life and probably never experience another day like this. It was incredible. And, uh, you know, and and, I mean, the one other story that sticks out that I got to tell doesn't have anything to do with big catfish, but. I'll make this story quick. Older gentleman that fished with me, he's passed on now. We called him Uncle Bill. Fished with me several times. He always liked to keep catfish. And at that time, my boat didn't have a big live well in it, so I told people, if you want to keep fish, you bring your ice chest with ice. We put them on the boat, and we just put fish on ice as we go. And Uncle Bill got out there and... The fish turned on, and in about an hour and a half, I crammed a fish. He, he brought two ice chests, big ice chest, And I crammed a fish in the second ice chest and pushed the lid down. I said, somebody's going to have to sit on that lid to keep it closed. And Uncle Bill looked up at his two adult children and said, y'all ready to go? And they looked at him and said, <laughs> said Dad, we're we booked a full day. We fished an hour and a half. We booked a full day, and we're sitting here catching fish as fast as we can catch them. What do you mean? And I I guess I can say this on the radio. I don't know. Uh, as long as it's not one of the seven words, you're okay. And, and in, in essence, he says, I don't give crap. If I can't keep them, I don't give a crap about catching them. <laughs> And he was dead serious. He was dead serious. He says, I don't care. Yeah, I don't give a crap. If I can't keep them, I don't care anything about catching them. That is and we loaded up and went home. That is so funny. 
<laughs> I, I, I hope before he passed on that they only booked half day trips after that. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go pay a bill. When we come back, we're going to do talk about the DU I'm, I'm, Ducks Unlimited. Woohoo! Banquet's coming up on the 18th of October, I believe. So we'll uh, chit chat about that when we come back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Dixon Pike. Don has steaks such as T-bone, porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like them on Facebook. Listen to Tony Sanders Outdoors every Saturday morning from 5 to 7 a.m. for the latest information about all things outdoors. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now that's how you do a promo. No bad jokes or puns. That was really good. I will dive in and see if I can wade through a commercial. Let me catch my breath. I'm debating on whether I can do it. I can't even get through one promo without a pun. Tony Sanders Outdoors, 5 to 7 a.m. every Saturday morning. Be sure to check us out on Facebook for our podcast. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. You know, Richard's saying we need to change our song. Any suggestions? I've only had two songs in 12 years, so... You want me to pull up my playlist? I can, <laughs> I, I can hit you up several on my playlist. No, they're not uh, necessarily outdoor so oriented, but they sure are motivating. I understand. Fair yeah. enough. Fair when enough. Tony goes out uh, last year when he went to India, I did the bump music. I did a theme every week. One week it was disco, and next week it was, you know, uh, funk from the 70s, you know. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so you were you were tasked to come in and talk about DU. And and we'll, we'll so we're going to do a little bit of DU here. Yeah, yeah. All right, so your banquet's coming up on, it is the 18th, correct? Correct. October 18th. Which is a? 5 p.m., which is a Thursday. Thursday they evening. They always do them on Thursday nights. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, in the fall, you got Friday night football. We don't ever want to interfere with Friday night football. People have a lot of stuff going on on the weekends, and, you know, we just find and feel like we get better attendance uh, on, on a weeknight and uh, try not to keep people out too late. But a lot of times that depends on 
how many people are bidding in the auction. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, new location this time also, right? Yep. Yep. We're real excited. Moving out to uh, Camp Jordan, uh, Camp Jordan Arena in East Ridge. Uh, we've been in a couple of different venues in the last few years. We did the first Tennessee Pavilion. Uh, it was a lot of fun, kind of a semi-outdoor setting, but sometimes the weather, even in the pavilion, kind of play havoc when it was cold or whatever. And, you know, went to one of the indoor event halls for the last couple, three years. But uh, going out to Camp Jordan, and we're excited about it. And, of course, part of the reasons because East Ridge has passed a new regulation that's, you know, going to allow us to have beer for a long time. They couldn't have any alcohol but uh, they're modernizing in East Ridge, and they're going to let they're going to let us have some beer this year. And uh, and obviously, it's a great space. It's a huge space. And, you know, that's one of our biggest concerns is how how we're going to be able to fill up all that. We got like two thirds of a football field to fill up. So uh, we're inviting all the sponsors to bring displays and boats and trailers and just. You- I don't know why I've, I've never, as many banquets as I'm involved in, why we've never looked at that space. But that's a that's a great space. Like you said, you can bring in uh, your your truck guys. Uh, you're always mm-hmm. Mountain View is always one of your big sponsors, and they can put trucks in. Yeah, yeah. Mountain View's our our premier sponsor. Uh, they've been fantastic supporters of Ducks Unlimited, the Watsons, you know, and. Uh, and we got a it's it's a laundry list of sponsors, um, you know, this year, and of course it's still growing, and um, it's just in 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 some cases some of them might be competitors, mm-hmm. you know. But the bottom line is everybody. I mean, you know, we get great support from Sportsman's Warehouse, right. um, Bass Pros providing some stuff, uh, Academy, you know, and obviously they're competitors you know, fight for our dollars, but they all come together for the common good. And the right. common good is raising money for uh, conservation. And uh, that's the bottom line is, you know, and we got, we're going to talk some about the stuff we're going to have at auction and in the raffles and all that kind of good stuff. And, uh, but we don't make any bones about it. You know, it costs money. You know, if you come, we, are expecting you to spend money and and remember whether you win anything or not hopefully everybody that comes wins something and walks out of there you know with something but uh, the bottom line is your dollars are going for conservation um and you know it and it's hard for a lot of sportsmen to uh to relate to where their dollars are going um, because of course, saw you had up the fact sheet. You know, mm-hmm. you know Ducks Unlimited has spent the last several years twelve million dollars in Tennessee. So a lot of the money's staying at home for various and sundry uh, wetlands and waterfowl conservation projects and hunting areas, etc. But sure, majority of it goes out of state. Um, it really came home to me the last several years. I'm sure you've read about and heard about. I'm, I do a lot of waterfowl road trips, kind of gotten in the habit in the last six or eight years of every year taking a waterfowl road trip where I go somewhere. And one of the first places I started going was South Dakota. 
pothole country in South Dakota, and you go to the pothole country in South Dakota, and you walk up on these public hunting areas, and there's a big sign right there that says, this land was paid for by your duck stamps. You know, right. When I bought a duck stamp at the post office, that's where my money went, and I got to go hunt on it. And you walk around it, and you see all the nesting habitat and everything. Other areas, you see the same thing. You know, this project was created in cooperation with Ducks Unlimited. You know, and and so traveling gave me to those areas, the wetland pothole country to our north, gave me a whole new appreciation and a whole new perspective on, okay, here's where my money's going. Um, you know, on a day-in, day-out basis in Tennessee, I may not get the direct benefit from it, but every time I see a duck flying into the decoys, then I got a pretty good idea. I know where that bird came from, and I know it came from, uh, or there's a good chance it came from land that I helped pay for. And and so that's just what we want people to remember more than anything else, that uh, sure, come and win stuff, we got a laundry list of guns for auction and for raffle and for sale but come because you care about the cause hopefully you'll go away with something cool but come because you care about the cause you know the one of the i'm going actually to canada next year with the commission because the twra puts somewhere around a quarter of a million dollars into the breeding grounds up in canada uh, it's a, and, and I didn't realize this was kind of cool to, to kind of figure out how this it's a, a consortium of, of the states in the flyway and and there's a there's a formula they use and all the different states put in money and that money goes up to b- acquire breeding grounds up in Canada and it's just it's pretty neat when you you kind of see how it's all work uh, DU Canada came down and presented uh, TWRA some kind of an award. Uh, about that and, and our commitment, because Gary Myers was really big into that. He, uh, Ed Carter's predecessor was very big in helping get all that established years ago. So, yeah, <clears throat> it's it's, uh, it's it's you're right. I mean, and that, that's one of the things I always hear about locally. Uh, you know, well, our money goes elsewhere. Well, you're right, it does, but that's where that elsewhere is needed. Uh, in you get into those breeding grounds and in those nesting areas, and that's that's. So that's important. Wh- that's where you get the bang for the buck. Yeah, absolutely. So awesome. Yeah, absolutely it is. Um, got it. Got a, We still got a minute before yes. we got to go. Yes. Pay your bills again. I, yes. I guess one of the main things I, you know, we need to talk about a little bit is, of course, won't people buy tickets? And it's very important. There is a. Uh, we're giving away a Beretta. A three hundred Outlander shotgun, twelve gauge, uh, but it's only for the early bird ticket pur- purchasers. You you can't wait. If you buy your ticket at the door, you won't have a chance on that gun. Uh, you got to buy your ticket by October twelfth, and if you buy your ticket before October twelfth, then you're going to be eligible for that exclusive early bird drawing for that. Beretta A three hundred Outlander. Um, that's so. not that's not even really that early. 
when you think about it. No, not really. Six uh-uh. days before the banquet? And no. I know people are just like me when I'm thinking about I know I got these banquets on my calendar, and, you know, I'll decide one or two days in advance. I don't want to commit myself too far in advance. Which but. which drives your, your, your planners mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh, but, and, you know, which obviously means you're going to have a better chance on that shotgun than all the other stuff because there's going to be a whole lot smaller pool in that drawing. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Uh, a couple more things coming up uh, today uh, on the calendar is the dedication to the Wolf Teaver Fishing Pier. That's going to occur around 1215, not Fishing Pier. I'm sorry, the Courtesy Dock. It's going to uh, be around 1215. Great uh, opportunity to go out there and see the uh, what the, those guys did when they did all that work up there it was pretty awesome it, it's really it's really cool that they're doing that that dedication scenario but it's kind of weird to me that they waited so long to get around to doing that because <laughs> that, that that's been in place now for what three months <laughs> yeah I, it, part of it was it was originally scheduled for uh about a month and a half ago and something there was a conflict came up i tell uh, you what though i i put in there a lot i use wolf teaver a yeah. lot and every time I put in there and I'm walking in or off that pier with other fishermen putting in or putting out, and and every time I do it, they all look. We look at each other and say, boy, this dock sure is nice. Good. <laughs> well, hats off to the Union Sportsman Alliance. They did a great job on that. Uh, also, a kitty fishing event's happening before that dedication. It starts at 9 o'clock this morning out there. And I want to say the first 100 kids get a free fishing rod. I think is what I was Free rod? I think. Define kid. Don't, you're too old. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I've got notes. I'll find that here in the break. But, yeah, it's a pretty cool deal. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Some people want to take them away. Why don't you go bussing for Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend, Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. 
going to come right to the phones to one of my favorite duck hunters, Sonny the Duck Hunter, man. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing I'm doing real good, I guess. Uh, they're logging my favorite 170 acres where I've got permission to hunt, and I share meat with the landowner. So while they're logging that place for the next week or two, I have decided to go back down here in the creek bottoms on public land, and I was just real excited to see all these trucks parked in all the same old spaces, and nobody's been in my favorite little spot because I went down in there yesterday and and uh, found some good signs, and I'm going to go sit on the ground in a thicket. Uh, with my crossbow and try to get another shot. I've got a shot here before. It's a great spot. Where where is that spot? <laughs> yeah, it's over here by the river. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you would give it up that easy, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah, and so the other thing that I got all excited about was riding down the road in the dark and, uh, you know, excited to be doing what I'm doing and everything. And hearing you guys talking about uh, 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 DU and all this conservation stuff and traveling to go hunting and everything, and I thought, wow, man, that's my people. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely, but, uh, definitely love the duck hunting, and Richard would definitely be your people. He loves the uh, – if you don't follow Richard on, on Facebook, I'm sure you do. Or or his yeah. his articles in Ray Review. Or uh, yeah, I know. I know who he yeah. is. We're on some of the same pages. Yeah, I always enjoy living vicariously through his hunting trips, especially the ones to the Dakotas. Yeah, absolutely. I love those. Uh, I, yeah, no know. doubt about it. that's uh, that's uh, on my bucket list. Is actually where I really want to go up there is in the Platte River, and uh, I've got a place to stay, but I can't afford to go. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully, you'll get it worked out before long. Oh, yeah, I've been working on it for years. Well, thank you guys for being there. And, hey, everybody, put on your dang safety harness. I've got five of them laying around that are brand new, and I'll give them away to anybody that wants one. And, uh, anyways, uh, good luck to everybody and be safe. Wow. Thank you, Sonny. That, 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 that's, a, that's a kind offer, Sonny. Good, good. Good on you. Well, they come with these. They come with these tree stands for free, you know. And none of them's ever been used. I've bought me a good one, and uh, you know. Uh, but anyways, I've got five of them to give away for nothing to anybody that'll use them. Well, if anybody wants one, they can call in here, and and I will get them in touch with you. Yeah, you know where I'm at. Yeah, I can find you somewhere on the river. Thanks. Somewhere on the river. All right, bye. <laughs> See you, Sonny. Good See luck. You know, one thing that's kind of cool. I don't. I don't know if you've paid attention to him through the years. He's a public land hunter, number one, mm-hmm. and he is a unique hunter. He'll uh, he'll hunt with muzzle loaders during uh, he, he, crane season. Yeah, he he takes the hardest route possible yeah. to to do it, and to me that says a lot. He you know he squirrel hunts with a he doesn't squirrel hunt with a twenty two. He hunts squirrels with what some sort of it's, muzzle loader, thirty two caliber muzzle loader. Yeah, so. that, that reminds me of another friend of mine. I saw post on facebook the other day uh he uh he is like me he's getting older he's in that fifth phase of hunting he's not as fired up about it as he used to be but he says i am so excited about this deer season because of the air gun regulation that y'all passed allowing him to use his 50 caliber air gun he is fired up about that we'll be right back Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. 
We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vests, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony here Sanders and Rob Prontilla. Back in the wild again. Welcome back. Right Tony Sanders Outdoors. Having fun with Richard the Sims today, talking a little bit about DU, a little bit about fishing. I am greatly relieved to find that, uh, <laughs> in fact, the first 100 youths that show up to fish today uh, will be receiving a free rod and reel. I was thinking, where can I buy 100 rods and reels <laughs> quickly? You just threw them under the bus, didn't you? Yeah, uh, so good. Uh, for youths, 2 to 15. So you are out of that age bracket. Oh, darn. All must be accompanied by a parent, guardian, or chaperone because this is not a babysitting service, especially around the water. So looking forward to this. Uh, so that will actually be 9.30. I said 9. It's actually 9.30 uh, till noon. And then uh, the dedication to the pier will be happening right after that. Yeah, I don't remember, Richard, exactly why. Um, it's. I know there's been several emails um back and forth asking if I could be there and and other people being there and stuff like that oh, and, sure. and and so there's well there's unions and government involved so I've, you know obviously that gets real complicated <laughs> hey can I can I take a few minutes and uh, kind of do a, a rundown on some of the cool stuff we're going to have uh, at the Ducks Unlimited banquet well sure uh, well, I, I'm just I'm just going to read through we got we got 14 different guns available uh, that, you know, some will be, you know, the raffle items. Some of them are going to be auction items, some, you know, the early bird special. Uh, But here's a list of guns that are going to be available. Browning A5 Sweet 16, Browning A5 12-gauge, that Beretta A300 Outlander I mentioned, a Benelli SBE-3, a Ruger American 270, a Kimber Custom 1911. It's the official Ducks Unlimited gun this year, I believe. A Kimber M84 6.5 Creedmoor. A CZ M712. We got two SXP 12 gauges and three Mossberg Patriot 300 Win Mags. That's the laundry list of guns that are going to be available. Um, I'm going to hit some quick highlights okay. on uh, auction items. Um, got a, We're talking about South Dakota. we got a pheasant hunting trip in South Dakota, a three-day hunt uh, with a guide for four people. We've got a two-day, two-person Arkansas duck hunt. Uh, we got a South African safari. And these are the exotic ones. A South African safari and a uh, Argentina dove hunt. Now, those are pretty exotic. You know, you're, you're not going to get those for 100 bucks. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, but if you're 
one of those folks kind of like me, you know, one of those Argentina dove hunts or South American dove hunts, one of my bucket list yeah. items. I've never been able to pull the trigger on. But if you're ever going to pull the trigger on that, now is the time to do it because it's not going to go cheap. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to go for a tremendous amount less than if you just went online and bought it. So you get uh, that hunt, uh, I think it's for four people, and uh, you get, you know, three or four of your buddies together and go in there and say, okay, we're willing to pay this much to go. I guarantee you, you can get a bargain on that compared to what you'd pay face value. And the last one, well, we got one other one here, uh, Donnie Covey, which is a great conservation supporter in this area mm-hmm. is offering a youth deer hunt on his property in North Georgia, Covey Creek Farm, um, uh, for a kid, either a doe or a buck. Uh, that's an exciting opportunity for a youngster out there in the world. Uh, last one that any of the ladies that are listening want to know about is a dream vacation. This is a eight-day, seven-night vacation, you pick whether you want to go to Costa Rica, Mexico, St. Thomas, or Belize. And it's a house for eight people. You have your own butler and your own cook to take care of you the whole time that you're there. And so for eight people, a dream vacation in Costa Rica, Mexico, St. Thomas, or Belize. Just take your pick. Um, well, you know, you ought to do that. You always go to exotic places for your family reunion type. If if I if I if I do one, it's going to be that Argentina dove hunt. <laughs> I just hadn't been able to get the supporters to go in with me <laughs> and, and and help me out on that. I can't do it solo. Probably what I ought to do is just buy the darn thing myself and then turn around and sell the other spots and probably make my money back. But yeah. Uh, you got to have capital to do that. I don't have too much capital. I'm a fishing guy. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, understand. I, I tell you what, that dream vacation does look like fun. It's a. I mean, you read the whole description on that, and that's like you know. And and again, it's not going to go cheap. But you know, when you look at what all you get and the length of time you get it, and, and split it up it among eight, four, four couples, four yeah. couples. Yeah. It's a bargain dream vacation in a exotic tropical locale. There you go. I like that. Cool. That's all coming up on the 18th of October. Mm-hmm. Now, your early bird special was October 12th. 12th. Buy your ticket before October 12th. Where do I buy the tickets? You, the, probably one of the easiest things to do is you can go on Facebook and search Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited. Go to our page, and there's posts all over our page talking, you know, with links on where to get tickets. Or, of course, go to the Ducks Unlimited, which is ducks.org, right? Correct. And, uh, you know, and you navigate to your state, Tennessee, and then click on events, and uh, you'll find the Chattanooga Fall Flight Sportsman's Dinner and Auction. And uh, you click right there and buy your tickets online. And uh, Do you know I'll, what? I'll get an email when you do. I hadn't seen your email come in yet, Tony, uh, saying you've bought your ticket. You haven't? No. Mm-mm, I hadn't. 
Must be something wrong with this computer then. <laughs> hey, what's the Gunner kennel? Since I have a dog named Gunner. Uh, you know, that's a good question. I wish I, I wish I knew. Okay, that's uh, fine. I, honest, I honestly do not. I, I need. Uh, I send a text out to all my Ducks Unlimited committee. We got a huge committee. We've got, I think we have twenty three members on our organizing committee. I sent out a text telling them to listen and call in. So, hopefully, if one of my partners in crime out there in the world knows what that. Gunner Kennel, donated by Southern Pro Kennels, is they'll call in and tell me. Chris Sanders, you out there? You know he's going hunting. I'm sure. No, yeah, they're all probably in the woods already, or at least getting there. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, I want to say something real quick here. Don't forget the Chattanooga Crappie Club is set to host the 14th annual Forgotten Child Fund and Fishing Extravaganza on October 13th. So. It's going to be to help fill up the Santa train for the uh, Forgotten Child Fund here in Chattanooga. This is the first year they're doing a bass or crappie tournament. So bass fishermen, y'all need to join in on this too. It's $25 per boat plus a 5 to $10 unwrapped toy per person. So, I'm And uh, just FYI, Scenic City Fishing Charters has donated them a free trip for a kid. And uh, awesome. so I don't know how they're going to give it away, whether they're going to just going to, you know, give it away in a drawing or as a prize or what. But, uh, yeah, I, I did my part. for. Well, that, thank you, sir. That's a great tournament and a great cause. It is. And they're trying to fill up a towboat with toys this year. I want to see them fill up tow boats and possibly a barge. So bring lots of toys, five to ten bucks. Bring a couple of toys. I've already Deborah and I have already talked. Uh, we're going to go shopping right before this because she wants to help shop for this. Because she, I told her what we got last year, and she wants to get some girl stuff. Gotcha. All right, let's go to the phones. Hey, Chris. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. How are you? Ah, uh, you answered my call that way, Chris. Yeah. Hey, Gutter Kennels. They're a high-end dog kennel. They're they're about five hundred dollars. They uh-huh. uh, they're made like a Yeti. They're roto molded. And uh, they're um, proven to keep the dog cooler than the standard kennel. Uh, they're really nice. I'd like to have one. Maybe and, maybe I'll win one. And I I bet it'll go for less than five hundred dollars. What do you bet? I, I'm sure I'm sure it will. They we put them. We a lot of times we put them on like a prize pack where you just win it. Um, uh, we've had one. I think we had one two years ago. But uh, but they're really nice. I mean they're they're high end. They're they're top of the line. Would, would would Gunner feel special if he had a Gunner Pro Kennel? Uh, I believe Gunner would love his Gunner Pro Kennel. <laughs> I'm thinking it'd be cheaper because if it says Gunner on there, you don't have to write anything. That's so, that's I mean, true. that's a bonus right there. Yeah, yeah. You can buy name tags, all kinds of silly things. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You going deer hunting? No, I actually am not. I, I'm spending a weekend with my girls this weekend. I just up taking a buddy to the airport. Um, I, 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 I'm doing a bear boar hunt next weekend, and I'll be out of town a few weekends. So I just decided to spend some time with the family. So. That's good, good, good man, good man. That's, yeah. he's, he's trying to build brownie um, points. <laughs> yeah, I need them. I need every one I can earn. Yeah. Credit, credit. Yeah, you got you got to build that bank up for the hunting season. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I will deplete it. I'll probably go negative. So. <laughs> what What else should we mention about the? Banquet uh, that I hadn't been smart enough to talk about yet, Chris. 
Um, I just talk about the menu or you know, and then the venue. Oh, no, yeah, we talked about the venue, but we did. We're going to be catered this year by Stir. 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 Gotcha. And oh gosh, I if I got on my iPhone here, I could probably dig out the menu, but it is an extravagant menu. It's going to be some awesome food by Stir. Cool. Uh, and I. Forgive me, I can't remember his name, but apparently the gentleman that owns or runs stirs a great conservationist hunter. And, uh, Corey, right? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say because I'll mess yeah. it up. I don't remember. But I just yeah. know it's stir, and I know our chairman, Ross Malone, is beside himself with excitement about stir and the food that they're going to provide. It's a good place. Definitely not going to be your, uh, your standard barbecue plate, that's for sure. There you go. Well, Chris, thanks. All right, guys. Talk to you later. All right, man. See you. All right, we're going to go pay a bill so we can drop our phone calls like we should. There we go. Somebody's asleep at the wheel. Sorry about that. <laughs> we'll be right back. I couldn't afford much gas Cause I had to fill up the cooler in the back Sportsman's Warehouse is the perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Oh, Joe. Hanging out on this Saturday morning talking a little ducks, a little DU. Going to talk a little DU to Beaver Man. Hey, Beaver Man, you need to be ticked off. I heard somebody else going by the moniker Beaver Man. Say what? I did. I heard it yesterday on the phone or on the radio, and it was, uh, he was, uh, who is it? Is it Oregon State? Is they, are they the Beavers? Yes. That's he was an Oregon State fan. So, uh huh. Well, yeah. he he needs to pay me royalties. I would agree. For the use, for the use of my handle, I there think that's a definite copyright violation. I, I I would agree. Yeah. Hey, um, it is great to hear your guest on there. 
And of course, good morning, gentlemen, and Rob. Mm-hmm. I um, am thoroughly enjoying this show. Um, I have a proposal for you, Richard. Uh oh. <laughs> um, for bait, that you, if you're saying it's hard to find it, I, my pond is rapidly losing water since we've not really had much rain lately, and so I've got about two thousand very nervous goldfish. Getting in the last eighteen inches or so of water. Really, and huh. um, of course, my wife has all of them named and numbered. Uh oh, that's a problem. Yeah, and um, they're uh, you know each year I keep thinking, okay, I'm going to fix my pond, and when it gets low like this, it'll rain again and it'll all fill back up and everything's cool. But I made the mistake of trying to cheap out and put three liners together as opposed to buying one really big liner and that never works ever so i yeah um, no once you once those ponds get compromised man it's hard trying to figure out to how to get those things resealed uh but uh well it's just work i mean all i gotta do is what, what we did what we <laughs> twice we took the took the fish and put them in a little kiddie pool took them with a got them with a net put them in the little kiddie pool and you know for the little foster home and then i was getting ready to do the pond and then it rained and everything filled up again <laughs> like, okay. so they went back into the pond and uh so th- this may be the year but um yeah it it, it is it is legal to use goldfish for bait in the Tennessee River system, is it not? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, you don't want to release them. If you take some out there that you don't, you know, that you don't use, you don't want them. They don't want you pouring any, you know, odd species in the river. Uh, but as far right. as taking some and using them for bait, uh, I don't think there's any problem with that whatsoever uh as far as i know uh, there's a wildlife person out there they might correct me but i don't think there is i just do know that if you didn't use them all you don't want to turn your live ones loose back well in the river. you know egret's got to eat too so <laughs> the um I figured the goldfish would show up pretty good in that kind of stained water. Yeah, I guarantee you. I guarantee you, there's a bunch of them out there swimming around. I got a picture from a friend of mine the other day. It happens every three or four years. Somebody uh, catches a paku, mm-hmm. uh, and, and a paku is a fish that he looks exactly like a piranha, uh, except instead of his teeth being sharp, they're all dulled off. They're an exotic tropical fish, and they grow big, and people put them in their aquariums and they outgrow their aquariums so they go take them out and turn them loose in the river and every few years somebody would come in oh i caught a piranha in chickamauga lake well it's not a piranha (laughs) it's a paku that somebody bought in a pet store and then turned it loose and uh and uh but yeah at first glance you see those teeth you think oh my gosh it's a piranha (laughs) but you you know you're you're talking about seeing how your your money goes to something that you can actually physically put your hands on you know with the with the wildlife dollars the um my buddy whole week and i usually take a road trip every year we we've been to kansas we we kind of prefer oklahoma for chasing ducks and 
But out in Kansas, they have this walk-in hunt area, and they, the state actually pays landowners to allow access, and it's mainly upland-type well, stuff, you know, yeah, for pheasants. And, that's the way South Dakota is, too, yeah. And so, you know, they're post, and, and there's a map you get from the state that tells you where all these places are. And, um, you know, you can just pull up there, and as long as you don't leave any garbage, you're you know, go go ahead and use yeah, it. Yeah, it's same same program in South Dakota. I, I've got an app right here on my phone uh, for South Dakota. South Dakota's got more than two million acres of walk-in uh, areas, public hunting, and and yeah. the, they have an app, and it's GPS enabled. And you just drive down the road, and you look for a big yellow block of land that you drive by, and you look at your little app, and it says, "Yep." You can hunt right there, right? And it's that's it's, awesome. It's it, it's incredible. I tell you what, that, you know, that was South Dakota, huh? That's South Dakota. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I'll show it to you in a minute, Tony. It's a it's it's really cool. Well, we really like Oklahoma. I, it's um our it's our, a neat place. I mentioned uh, one of our committee members, uh, DU committee members, making a trip to Arkansas. Uh, I mean Oklahoma this year. Yeah, it's it's a neat place, and and there's not as many people that hunt. I mean, there, and and the state there does does a great job in providing some habitat. There's one place in southwest Oklahoma that I don't want to name by name because I don't want to see a bunch of other Tennessee license plates out there. <laughs> but um, they, it's the flattest place you've ever seen, and it's maybe seven or eight thousand acres, and they have built a levee system, and they they do some planting. Um, you know, with like high yield or you know, milo and stuff, and then they flood separate areas, and parts of it are a refuge, and parts of it are open to hunt. And, and it's big; it's it's a huge area. These impoundments, you know, are shin deep and <laughs> yeah. just full of ducks at the right time of the year. You know, if it's frozen I, up in in Kansas, I always tell people all, this about South Dakota. You know, the the state of South Dakota has only got 250,000 people in the entire state. And, you know, you you go to a landowner out there and knock on the door and they got a lake or a pothole or whatever, and you ask permission, you know, and say, hey, I'm from Tennessee, and I'd like to uh, see if you give me permission to duck hunt on your lake. And they look at you and they go, duck hunt? Yeah. <laughs> and they go, well, sure, you can duck hunt. But why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just they just don't do it out there. Now, pheasants, their pheasants are precious. You know, they'll tell oh, you yeah. you can't you can't pheasant hunt, but by golly, you go shoot all those darn ducks you want. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's funny. The we we got pulled over out in Oklahoma, out near Lawton, where Fort Sill is, and it was one of these BS speed trap places. You know, where it's it's a big, wide, four lane divided highway, and it's you're way out in the country, but it's 55 until you get up to the hill up there, and then it turns 65. And we're driving along and towing a boat full of decoys and dog boxes, and state trooper pulls us over and comes up and it's like, so, what are y'all doing? And we're like, uh, hun, duck hun. He goes, you're from Tennessee? Yes, sir. And you came here to duck hunt? Yes, sir. He goes, so you drove all the way through Arkansas to come to Oklahoma? Yes, sir. 
he goes, well, unless y'all are wanted for murder or something, he goes, I'm just going to give you a warning. Cause then he said, y'all killed a lot of ducks? And we're like, no, sir. He goes, good Lord. I feel sorry for you people. <laughs> <laughs> to each his own. Hey, are you coming to the Ducks Unlimited banquet? I certainly will be there, yeah. Well, you better look me up then so we can look each other in the eye. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I'll do so. Shake your hand and... uh the uh, if I'm lucky, I'll have a date who'll buy me a ticket. Ed, if you're listening, well, I'm for you to... yes, you've heard that early bird <laughs> oh, speech. Yeah. You wanted her to buy it before October 12th. That's well, not it's not her, it's a him. Oh, him, but, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, saying, you're you, saying know, you can't get your um, wife to come to these things? Is that what I'm hearing? My wife is less than enthusiastic about items like this. She has been with me before and she's. You know, when it gets to toward the after about nine o'clock, she's like, "Are we ready to go yet? Is it over? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have we had all our fun?" And uh, so I, I just, you know, my wife does what she likes to do, and I assist when possible. And uh, hey, um, I'm uh, fixing to go out and help a friend do some food plots today. Yep, and. Uh, not going hunting. I'm I'm just done with the heat. Uh, the the thrill and the excitement of summer weather has just worn off on me. But I can hopefully secure through my labors a place to hunt in Georgia this year. Good. And uh, then I'm going to be waiting for cooler weather. You and me both. All right, man. I got to go pay a bill. All right, gentlemen and Rob. It's good to good to listen. Thank you. Talk to you later. <laughs> Great call from Beaverman, mm-hmm. who is being spoofed or faked account on the radio. There is a fake Beaverman. There is only one Beaverman. Well, you know, he was something else before that. Pansy Man. I know, which I always struggled with. Well, he's a landscaper. I mean, well, I understand why his name was Pansy Man. That's just not why I struggled with it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Shut up the dog, stare at the water. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. I'm Don King for your Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. Hunter education is required for anyone born on or after January 1st, 1969, before hunting in our state. Tennessee's program is recognized nationally as one of the best. Choose from online or traditional classroom instruction. Visit tnwildlife.org for classes in your area. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We were talking about the uh, youth fishing event earlier. Um, Coming up at 9.30 this morning until noon at the Wolf Tiver Creek Boat Ramp. Then right after that, there's going to be a dedication. There's going to be lunch provided. Everything is free. Free, free, free. Man, what, what more can you want? Fishing. The first 100 youths will get a 
Rod and Reel. Woohoo! Courtesy of the Union Sportsman's Alliance. Great group of guys. Mm-hmm. We had a good time when we went out there when they were actually doing work. Yeah, they would not allow me to have a hammer. They wouldn't. That was pretty funny too. <laughs> they, they that whole degree in engineering. They, you know, they're like, no, no, yeah, no. you can't drive a nail. Nope. No, the the whole craftsman thing, and we're not us. Yeah. So no, that's, or it's because you want not union. That well, have, that may have been it too. <laughs> <laughs> that, good point, Richard. Very good point. That's what it was. Note to self: <laughs> We're not union, so they're not going to let us. Uh, hey, I'm I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna steal another minute here, uh, going back to you, and I'm, yep. I want I want to run down, and I'll forgive me in advance if I leave anybody out out there in the world, but I want to talk about some of the primary sponsors. Uh, for the Ducks Unlimited Banquet, but mainly in the context, not just a commercial, mm-hmm. I think people need to know our local businesses that care about conservation. Okay. Just like what I was talking about, you know, you know, people people care about conservation. That's what it's all about. Uh, of course, Mountain View Auto Group has been the premier sponsor for the Ducks Unlimited Banquet for years and years. Those folks are always uh, are go-to folks for us. Uh, Malone's ATMs uh, is uh, one of our big primary sponsors. Uh, Quality Tire Pros, Mr. Tom Eberly out there at Quality Tire Pros has been a longtime supporter. Chattanooga Shooting Supplies, which is a huge business, but not a lot of people know about them because they don't really sell retail right uh but uh chattanooga shooting supplies is a huge supporter first tennessee bank uh, i guarantee you there's lots of folks out there in the world that are first tennessee bank customers so you can let them know that you appreciate their support of conservation uh pnc construction uh i believe they're a new sponsor this year and uh, we appreciate the folks at pnc construction Southern Honda Power Sport, uh, big sponsor, Sportsman's Warehouse, uh, does great things for us. Uh, Covey Creek Farm, and of course, our entertainment, as usual, is the Possum Hunters Band. So if you hadn't ever heard the Possum Hunters Band, you'll enjoy hearing from them. Again, if I left anybody out, my apologies. Uh, Send me a nasty email, and I'll try to make up for it. When I come back here on a later date, if you'll have me. We, we may. We might. Definitely. Okay. Let's go to Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Hey, County. How are you? Good. Yourself? I'm doing great. Hey, I was just calling to say that not only are you awake long enough to do my show, I do get up early enough to <laughs> listen to yours. Well, thank you so much. You're more than welcome to come in here anytime you want to talk, too. Man, I would love to do that sometime. But no, I really uh, enjoying the show today, and I uh, just thought I'd call in and uh, just say thanks on air for uh, hanging out with me on Monday night. So I went thank in. You so much. I went in and did Bruce Dodd's show at uh, People's Home Equity, the Buyer's Market, and cool. had, had a ball. It was kind of weird to do a show at uh, uh, seven at night. It was it was just weird. <laughs> that yeah. Well, well, yeah. We had to give him a little coffee, but he made it through. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. No, we had a great time and uh, and appreciate you listening and inviting me in. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. We well, guys have a great rest of your show. Thank you so much, Bruce. See you. All right, see you.
I had a great time doing that. Good. That's yeah. one of the comments I get though. Like when I'm booking people and stuff like that, I tell them, you know, we go we go on at five in the morning. Yeah. The, yes. The yes. There's two of them. We go with the other one, the early one, the dark five. Mm, depending on the time of year, yeah. <laughs> five is always dark. Yeah. Six may not be, but five is always dark. We're wandering around here. Okay. I, I said at the beginning of the show, I was going to come up with something, put, okay. you, put you on the spot. I'm ready. Uh, I, I can dodge as good as anybody. This is, this is in regards to uh, the Tennessee Fish and Wildlife Commission. All right. And you and I have discussed this on many occasions. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my pet peeves about the Fish and Wildlife Commission, mm-hmm. uh, the way it normally goes down, I've attended several meetings, not as many as I should, but several of them. Whenever you're voting on a controversial issue or non-controversial issue, for that matter, you know, 95% of the time the commission does what's called a voice vote. Correct. Where the chairman says, everybody in favor say aye, and everybody in oppose say nay or no. And uh, usually everybody that wants something to pass says aye, and even when there's people who are opposed, when they know they're on the losing side, they just sit there with their mouth shut. Okay. And the news release comes out and says, the commission passed this measure by a unanimous vote, <laughs> which is a bunch of bull. It was not unanimous. And the bottom line is sportsmen don't get to know how their commissioner comes down on an issue, unless they do, unless they call you here on right. the show. You're good about that, and ask you mm-hmm. how'd you vote on this measure or whatever. But you know when the news releases and the media goes out on them, most folks don't know how their representative feels on any given issue, and I hate that. I hate that with a passion. And the only way that can change is when a commissioner, such mm-hmm. as yourself, tells mm-hmm. the chairperson. I want a roll call vote, mm-hmm. which apparently happened yesterday Correct. on the issue you were telling me about right. uh, when Commissioner Swan called for a roll call vote, right. and every commissioner has to state out loud yes or no. Um, why doesn't that happen more often? You know, it's, uh, I, it's actually, uh, I think it's chairman's prerogative, number one, how they want to do that. Uh, and obviously, any any commissioner could call for a, a, a roll call vote or a voice vote uh, or either one uh, roll call. Um, you know, I don't know. I, like I told you, I've never had a problem with it. If if you may not agree with the way I vote, but I don't have a problem defending why I vote the way I do. Um, it's I never had really thought about it until you and I started talking about it, uh, especially when it comes to certain issues um, that are significant to the to the sportsman. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't bother me a bit. But I mean, any le- any legislative issue, I can go on the Internet anytime I want. I can see exactly how my representative or mm-hmm. my senator voted on any piece of legislation. Right. You know, and uh, you can't do that with the Fish and Wildlife Commission. You cannot easily obtain the information on who voted for something or who right. voted against something, and it shouldn't be that way. And 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 I can you know, there's times when you're for something and you don't vote because it's just like it's you're a drowning in a, a sea of voices, and so you just it's assumed. 
One thing I was thinking about, though, uh, you said you could go online and look up. Though You elected those representatives, though. Mm-hmm. They represent the people. Now, granted, these people are appointed. They represent the people, but they're appointed. You didn't I'm, – I'm just throwing that out there as a, yeah, no, as a devil's you know, advocate. Oh, there. that's, there, that's there, a, there's a difference. There is a difference there. That's there a you're whole right other in that regard, but uh, that, I agree. I agree with your point. I do. I like that idea. I mean – I don't – I wouldn't have a problem uh, – if I had a little light up there that, you know, green light, red light, I don't, that's fine. Because, uh, I mean, oh, I, I... Unless you're colorblind. Well... <laughs> which you are. As <laughs> long as I can see yay or nay, I'm good. As okay. long as I can read that, I'm mm-hmm. good. But, now, you know, I don't know. It's um, that That's an excellent point. I know you've raised it with a lot of commissioners and probably not gotten any different answer than you're getting from me. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah, it, 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 but it doesn't happen. Hadn't happened. Changing the subject. All right. You put in for your Sand Hill Crane I permit did. since, like me, you didn't did. get drone. Right. I did. You got just drone. throwing that out there. I did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, and we should be knowing pretty soon. I, I'm seeing a lot of a lot more excitement every year. More and more people, you know, on Facebook and social media, you know, talking about the Sand Hills. I had guy yesterday post you know hey if i get my two permits you know i need some help from somebody and i pointed him to the two outfitters you know in our area and he was like oh he was so excited he's like oh man that's great i I can't wait i can't wait uh i've had several commissioners that put into the drawing and if they get drawn we're going to do a kind of as as many as we can commissioners go hunt and uh, because no one other than swan or i have ever hunted sandal cranes Mm-hmm. Uh, except for, I think, Hurt Holbert did in Canada. Oh yeah. But and he, it was it was not exciting. It was just like it was kind of a, an incidental deal. Yeah. So it, mm-hmm. we'll be right back. Tony Sanders outdoors. you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. 
If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. I feel no shame. I'm proud of where I came from. That's a good one. I like that. So this would be okay on the front end? Yeah. yeah. That'll work. That'll work. All right. You're, you, all right, you're drumming through the mics now. You can stop. <laughs> all right, we're wrapping it up. We've only got a couple of minutes. Tell everybody where they can go find out, uh, get the tickets. Uh, go to Facebook, search Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited. You'll find our page. You'll find a link there. Or go to www.ducks.org and navigate to your state, Tennessee. Click on events. You'll find a long list of events there all across the state, but find the Chattanooga Fall Flight Dinner and Auction. And I am going to add, I'm sitting over here looking at the live screen, yeah. I look good in headphones. You, I, I don't get to see myself in headphones. That works. I look professional. I'm going to start wearing these fish. That'll work. <laughs> Maybe it's the black contrasting with the yeah. gray. Especially when I got kids. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I don't have to listen to them. I bet the kids are a hoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, people ask me all the time if I offer a discount for kids. And of course, I don't say this, but what I'm thinking is, no, I don't offer a discount. I should charge more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I think I'm. I'm. I'm on. A, I'm on book a trip with my grandson and and you, and uh, that'll be a hoot. Oh, I will. Let him tie into a, a big twenty thirty pound catfish, and that'll be a blast. Yep. Yep. I'd love to see it happen. All right, Richard. Thanks so much for coming in. We'll see you back here in a few weeks, uh, right before the banquet, to talk about it one more time. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. Only Ho- you- hopefully, some more of my compadres will call in next time around you know i couldn't twist their arm hard enough except for chris thank you chris appreciate you coming through all right stay tuned for outside with cindy coming up next if you uh get outside like you and i like to do and you can do it with cindy get outside with cindy so we'll be right back next week tony sanders outdoors have a great week you have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning tony sanders outdoor show Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.